love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Hub for Monday. It's August 5th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. What a weekend it was. Let's see who's in the studio today. Let's see who made it back. There's Drew. You know, kids, back to school is actually a good thing. <laughs> it is for the parents. <laughs> I just want to taunt the children out there. All right. Yeah, no. I remember back to school and I can say, I'm sorry, everyone. I know, me it's too. Summer going. Yes. Claire, what's going on with you? How are you? Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. Yeah. It was very busy. I'm very tired. I'm very glad to be back here where I can get some rest. And right over there is Mr. Ryder, <laughs> the youngin'. What is up, sir? Oh, you know, the whole weekend catching up on sleep, but uh, instead I played video games and didn't do that. So I'm awake, though. What We're was here. the big video game of the weekend? Oh, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption a whole bunch. And funny enough, that's actually the video game that helped inspire Little Nas X's Old Town Road. You have got to be. Okay, more on that in just a moment. Wow. <laughs> Well, you're all in luck because when he's around, the weekend never ends. Our host, The Fitz. So I have a very addictive personality, and, and you know, uh, my, my kids, have, they've always begged me to game with them and, and, you know, jump on and play video games. But I'm, I'm worried if I do, I'm really going to like it, and I won't be able to stop. You, you mentioned a video game, Red... Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. So ba- based <laughs> off that name, Red Dead Redemption, I think it is about a candy factory that makes Red Hots... And employees inside got sick on the Red Hots, and they want revenge. You played the game before. Is that what Red Redhead Redemption <laughs> <No>. is about? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, Redhead Redemption is a completely different game. Yes. I think Redhead Redemption is a movie I saw one time. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's Red Dead Redemption about? Uh, basically, it's a video game set in the Western, so it's actually about cowboys and being a bandit and everything. And it's this huge open world game made by the same people who did all the Grand Theft Auto video games. No kidding. So it is huge. It's massive. It's a multiplayer online game. And funny enough, Little Nas X used to play it all the time to the point where it actually influenced the song Old Town Road. In, in, in what way, lyrically? So think about it. Well, in this video game, you are constantly going through the Wild West. You are always on your horse. I'm going to take my horse to the Old, old Town, Town Road. Road. I'm going to ride till I can't no, no more. Yeah, so funny enough, when he first came out it with that so song. It makes so much sense for the video game. Oh, yeah. When he first came out with that song, the music video that he originally did was Red Dead Redemption video game clips. That is really insane. Yeah. So interesting. It's actually I, a big thing that kind of I still don't know, I don't know if I'm, I'm following everything you're saying, but I'm with you. Just nod. <laughs> I take your word for it. Imagine being a cowboy in the Old West and getting to go do all the thing old cowboys used to do. Robbing trains, doing giant missions. Well, that that yeah. sounds like uh, that series on Netflix called like Westworld. Westworld, oh, yeah. Yes. It's going to say. It's I almost just... like to a T just like that. Yeah. Interesting. I all love right. Westworld. I do too. All right. Welcome to the Monday show. Get ready for it. Let's go. Fits happens live. 
And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you, baby girl. Yes, I am standing by. I am here to report the news that did not make the news. Folks, I'm going to take you out of our friendly skies. Not a good time to joke. A Southwest flight from Sacramento to L.A. had to turn around before it took off last Wednesday because of a mechanical issue. Then it got delayed again. So the flight attendant started handing out water, and one of the passengers joked that they should be handing out vodka instead. And one of the flight attendants took issue with the joke, made the plane turn around again, and kicked him off the flight. Dang. So the joke didn't land? Guess the joke didn't land, now did it? <laughs> oh, boy. Was that really necessary? I'll be here all day. All right. <laughs> uh, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now, folks. Something that, well, they should be passing out vodka because we've been waiting so long. She came by and said, well, I didn't like your joke. Then uh, my wife tried to butt in there and say, look, at we've been on this plane for hours right now. And she says, well, so have I. You know, so get used to it. Then, oh, you know what happened was the wife got involved in that. And then it became a cat fight after that. Yeah, it escalated. Yeah, it, it <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What, what are you, you kidding, kidding me? Out of the fast uh, food world community, we'll get it to you in a jiffy. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Burger King is now deciding to deliver to people who are stuck in their cars in traffic jams. What? But how? Well, they tried it in Mexico, and they're bringing it to California. So they use real-time traffic data and digital billboards as key locations with heavy traffic close to a Burger King, and then use voice commands to order from their app. They use a GPS thing to pinpoint your location, and they deliver the food to you on a motorcycle. I am not even kidding. We are living in the future. This this is like 319 right now. Welcome to the future. Remember that Brad Paisley song, Welcome <laughs> yeah, to the Future? We're here. Remember, man, when he used to be in traffic jams and they'd have a motorcycle come up and deliver your, your number four combo? <laughs> Check this out. Jam Whopper. We used real-time data to detect our potential buyers in a traffic jam to offer them a Whopper and deliver on the move, promoting our service only in high congestion zones. by lever- Okay, did they say, okay, I know they're going to deliver in high congested areas. Did they say something about delivering on the moon? No, he said on the move. Oh. But I will say this. <laughs> all, all of those scientists back yeah. in the... The 50s and 60s yeah. that, that built that moon program and all that technology. I hope they know that this is what it was all leading to. Yeah, it, I mean, I want location technology to find a the Burger King delivery. I mean, maybe Burger King is really onto something here. There you go. You got the what, what are you kidding me? Stories of the day. It's the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm on Instagram right now. Follow Fitz with a Z on Instagram. Let's be friends. Uh, right over there is Drew, Claire, Ryder the Youngin. Let's ask Ryder the Youngin. Ryder the Youngin, the most popular form of social media right now, in your opinion. In my opinion, it's probably Instagram. Now, what is it about Instagram that's so, you know, exciting? What is, is it? That it's kind of become the new Snapchat in a way? It's almost like the new Snapchat, but at the same time, when you look at Facebook, everything is there forever, and it's hard to kind of sift through it and find everything, where Instagram is just right there on one page. Okay, it's so easy to it, get to. A lot of people want to know, like, uh, when it comes to social media and trying to reach people and get people to, you know, see your stuff. Um, 
should should you focus on like everything? Like, should I focus on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat? And should I try to dedicate time to each of them, or should I just say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick one, and, and this is where you could really contact me. What what's the best way to go about that? It really depends. You have to look at your platform and what you're doing because each each social media has a different special thing about it. Like Instagram is pictures and videos, right? And that's it. And Facebook is kind of about like posts and kind of stories. So it family has, community yeah. stuff. Exactly. And then you look at Twitter, and Twitter's like everything under the sun. So it's just a bunch of people arguing with. Each I love other. Exactly. Twitter. Yeah. I love Twitter. I think Twitter is a really good source of information. Yeah. Uh, Claire, you like Twitter too, right? Twitter's my favorite of all of them because, mm-hmm. and this is, you know, my you kids get off my lawn thing. I feel like, uh, <laughs> of uh, this is a really weird thing to say, but of all the platforms, it's the least narcissistic because oh, Facebook and Instagram are all about, here's a picture of me. I don't care if you comment it. I don't care if you like it. I might count your likes, but what you say has no bearing, but I'm going to keep on showing you pictures of me. Here's me with the Mona Lisa. Here's me going over a cliff. Here's me with a wild boar. Twitter is information and people arguing about information, (laughs) and I love the voyeurism of the arguments. And it seems like it's a more like uh, present and in the now community. Like when something happens on Twitter, you could literally see see what's trending, and you could jump in these conversations. You engage on Twitter, you just look at Instagram. But I like that, Uh. and I agree that Instagram is, uh, it's vain because people want you to look at them. But the same vanity exists on Twitter. They just want you to, it's everyone's opinion for you to share. Right, you that's to see. true. And the yes. thing is, when yeah. something happens right in the world, wrong. instantly everyone's posting their opinion as fact. And that's what I hate about it. It's just right. a place yeah. people go to insist well, that their opinion is What's the phrase you use? Recreational outrage? Yes, recreational outrage. I love that's that. That's where it lives. <laughs> that's where it's born. And honestly, well, you, you yeah. know, something kind of similar to that then is, uh, isn't that kind of like Reddit as well? Uh-huh. Like if, if you really look at some of these Reddit threads, I mean, it's very similar to Twitter. People go on rages. Well, Reddit's oh, yeah. meant to be the fringe. Mm-hmm. The Reddit's yeah. like on the outside. It's where younger people, typically males, right. kind of hang out and do their thing. Reddit's <laughs> like the kids hanging out behind the school smoking. 100%. <laughs> you just nailed it on the head, actually. Right. That's, you know, that's the problem with Reddit. I can't stop reading it. Twitter, I can put down after 20 uh-huh. minutes. Reddit, two hours go by, and I'm like, well, there went my dinner. I fall into that Twitter rabbit hole, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, when, I'm, when I'm on and I continue to... You know, getting in these threads and these conversations. Next thing you know, you're right. Hour and a half, two hours passes by. Right. What is your favorite form of social media? We'd love to hear from you right now. This Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Right now, it's Choose Your News, and every member on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. You know, we haven't seen a story about someone licking ice cream in a while, so, uh, uh, you know, hopefully that whole thing is over. So now, here's this, which is worse in so many ways. A woman in northwest Wisconsin named Ashley Rose, she bought this bottle of conditioner at uh, at Walmart the other day, Pantene Pro-V, sheer volume to be exact, and the first time she used it. Her hair started falling out in clumps. Oh, no. Apparently, somebody mixed Nair hair remover into the bottle and then put it back on the shelf. And they're thinking that this is like some sort of like a, a social media internal trend going on between uh, the youngsters, where they are encouraging people to put Nair inside, you know, shampoo bottles. And this is what happens. Mm. Oh, I would rather God. people lick my ice cream. Right. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Oh. Oh, it, 
I mean, this is a severe criminal offense. It's it gonna, should be if they can catch him. How are they going to catch him if oh, they yeah. post it? They it's can. Twenty-seven find years yeah. in jail if somebody yeah. does this. This madness has to stop. This whole like laughing about stupid pranks. I mean, I know pranks have been forever, and but now you have the internet and just trying to one up each other. Come on. She actually posted photos of, of bald spots on her head too, and, yeah. and there were there there were so many she ended up having to shave her entire head. Right. It's going to get to the point where people are going to start suing the store. For not keeping a better eye on it. Wow. Well, you do have to wonder about that. That You're takes right, some time though. to pull out the thing. You got to yeah. empty some of it. You got to refill the thing. Yeah, I mean, but you but what if not what watching. If, what if you get the shampoo like somewhere else and you just simply go right. in there, bring, bring it back, and just it. put put and it on the shelf? It. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. there's a lot of right. ways they. Well, let's don't give my ideas. Yeah, what do yeah. you? <laughs> don't try that at home, kids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew, choose your news. Well, I feel like I should be hearing "Born in the USA" right here because the boss, Bruce Springsteen's youngest son. Just became a New Jersey firefighter Whoa. last week. That's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so he and his wife's youngest son, Sam, who's 25, just passed all the requirements, all the tests, and he is now officially a New Jersey City Fire Department junior fireman. Wow. You know so what? you could be saved by yeah. the boss junior. Stop, drop, and roll. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Claire, choose your news. All right, attention dog owners. Now, this news kind of dribbled out last week, but now it's full bore. If, you, if your dog likes pig ears... Stop. Get them off yourself. Chuck them. There was a salmonella outbreak, and the CDC was issuing warnings kind of like as they were happening. But then late over the weekend, they issued a full warning. All pig ears have been recalled. More than 25 people have been hospitalized, including some small children. Yeah, dogs can Don't let your sick. kids chew on pig ears either. Yeah, but it's just handling them. Yeah. That's oh, the no thing. Kidding. Even just Boy, handling the pig ears can get you salmonella. And so at this point, they're like, if you, you can't buy them. I mean, already pet stores and retailers have pulled them off the shelves. Right. But if you have any of them, like if you bought them in bulk and they're sitting on your shelf, contact your pet store or go to the CDC website for more information on that. What about pork rinds? My Boston Terrier loves chewing on pork rinds. Just Crunchy. pork rinds right oh, out yeah. of the box? Oh, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's be okay. bad for a completely different reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just cardboard. You shouldn't feed your dog cardboard. All right, Ryder the Youngin, choose your news. Oh, a man accidentally gets himself turned in after he robs a bank. <laughs> How did he get himself turned in? Oh, this is great. So he walked into a U.S. bank. The man's name is Michael. I won't give out his last name. He's 54 years old, and he gave the teller a note demanding all the cash that she had and whatever she could put in the bag next to it. And uh, guess what that note was on? It's stationary. Department uh, uh, uh. of Motor Vehicles with his name, <laughs> home address, what are you and kidding me? phone number. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mind if we put that in the second round of the What Are You Kidding Me story? <laughs> you can take it. You, yeah. <laughs> he, he deserves it. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. I mean, Hunter Hayes is a five-time Grammy nominee and multi-platinum selling artist. Uh, but here's the deal. Drew, Aunt Claire, Ryder the Youngin. Writer, I drew your name today for the incorporate a couple of words interview. Ooh, while, while we're chatting with Hunter Hayes, I want you to uh, somehow incorporate these two words or phrases into the interview. Okay. Word number one, kittens. Okay. Somewhere within this interview, you have to say the word kittens. It's got to make sense. <laughs> okay. okay. You can't just do random stuff. Secondly, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. You have right. to incorporate Chuck Norris. Into this interview with Hunter Hayes. That's a tough one. What, right. what are your words as, for the incorporate a word interview? Kittens and Chuck Norris, apparently. You better get ready. <laughs> Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, five-time Grammy nominee and multi-platinum selling artist, three number one singles, 
over 210 million YouTube views, Hunter freaking Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, there's a, there's a lot of numbers there that I, I actually didn't know myself. Well, <laughs> Hunter, we like to do our research here. And you know what? It's been a minute since you and I chatted. What's up, dude? First of all, how are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm finally getting music out, so you can imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of uh, your music being put out, I mean, a lot of people have been waiting for stuff for Hunter Hayes. Talk about that process of of putting new stuff out and how, you know, and why it, it basically takes so long. People want to know, why is it taking so long? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a valid question. Um, I've asked myself that many times. I don't know, man. I think I think it was just a, a slight disconnect. I think I was kind of missing the mark, and there was something that I really wanted to write about. There's a lot of things that I really had on my heart, and <clears throat> and I had to just kind of live a little bit of a life before I could write my next record. You know, I was trying to write what I had already written over again, and I think I, I realized that that was not my purpose. That was not what I was meant to write, you know? You know what, though? You deserve to have the right to chill a little bit because, I mean, first of all, you do have three, you've had three number one singles. You've been nominated for a Grammy, you know, five times. And with that, I think that gives you the right to chill and wait on what you think is right. Like I said, I mean, I wrote, I wrote a lot of things and I wrote, you know, I wrote myself into a corner a couple of times. And, and I think at the beginning of 2018, that was kind of like the, the, the clearing for me. That was the reset. I, without telling anybody, because I didn't want to put the pressure on it. And that was the point, was to remove the pressure. But, you know, I was making this record at home, so nobody was watching and nobody knew what we were working on when we were working on it. So I was like, well, if, if I've got that much freedom, then why don't I just kind of start over? You know, nobody has to know, but why don't I just kind of hit the reset button and forget that I have any music whatsoever and start from scratch? And that's honestly when this whole kind of project came to life that's when heartbreak happened uh, i want to introduce you to uh, drew claire and uh writer the young and writer the young go ahead did you happen to see the area 51 thing going around um i've, I've seen a couple of articles about what's the latest on that so, oh we're gonna see them aliens hunter yeah so the whole thing is storming <laughs> area 51 to see them aliens. would you be down to go with us I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> Thank you. I'm telling you. No, Thank no, no. you. You're I on my you team. I right now, Fitz has been working on his roundhouse kick. He's like a natural Chuck Norris. I love and respect the curiosity and the willingness to, to work to find the answers that you want. I don't know if that first thing I would suggest, however. Well, what Hunter's saying is, you crazy. No, he's <laughs> he's being is, nice about it. I get it. I get it. Curiosity killed the kittens. I mean, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Oh, sorry. No. Anyways, but yeah, no, I get it. All right, cool. Man, that's got dark room. Quick. That would be pretty cool to have Hunter Hayes leading the charge to yes, see the <laughs> All right, uh, listen, man. Tell us about Heartbreak. It's available at iTunes right now, Amazon.com, Spotify, Apple Music. But tell us about Heartache, my friend. Uh, Heartbreak is actually a, a very happy song. It's it's a song that I wrote for all the optimistic people out there, and I, I wanted it to be the you know I, I'm not going to say anthem because that's a big word. That's like you know. That's like saying you want to win a lottery, but I, I do kind of want it to be the soundtrack for people who have gone through, you know, relationships that the, the sort of, you know, it goes out to all the people that are looking for the, the right somebody. And um, the song started as a, a letter to my future better half, and, and it still kind of is that. It's, 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 you know, everything that I've been through, I know, is to shape me, to get to you. And if, if that's the case, then all the stuff that I've been through will be worth it at some point. And I, I just got to be optimistic about it and, and laugh about it. And so this, it goes out to all the people that are kind of going through that and, and want to stay happy, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, he is the multi-talented Hunter Hayes. Cooler than the other side of the pillow, as always. 
Hunter, thank you so much for your time, man. We really appreciate it today. And very, very excited about your new music and uh, and Heartbreak. I mean, this, this is uh, this is great. Yeah, no, thank you guys, man. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for the time. And I'm excited to have this new music out. Yes, sir. We'll definitely ho- hoping to chat with you soon. Looking forward to it, man. All right, brother. Hunter Hayes, ladies and gentlemen. I just love him. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. I hope you had an unbelievable weekend. Thanks to everybody saying what's up, checking in on social media. You don't have to, but you do. You don't have to, but you do. You say (laughs) hi to me. You say hi to us. Uh, I want to welcome Claire. She used to be in sales. Now she's right in front of us, rocking it on the show. Ryder the Youngin is here. We're also getting ready for the Fitz Files in a couple of minutes. What's it looking like today? America's Got Talent judge Julianne Huff, like you've never seen her before. And she drops a big old bombshell. We'll tell you what her husband thinks. All right, Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. Another show of force from North Korea. The third launch of short-range missiles in eight days. In Kentucky, federal... Drew, why, what's going on? I thought we told them they couldn't shoot any more of these missiles. We did, and we talked about it last week. We continue to talk about it. It's obviously there's something North Korea is trying to get out of this. I mean, this isn't just testing their systems. They aren't even really supposed to be developing the systems. And that term uh, uh, that, that basically North Korea is doing right now, they are saber-rattling. And in the past, North Korea has done that to to get things, to get stuff. Right. Money, resources. So, yeah, you're right. The question is, what do they want right now? Right. Lifting sanctions. Do they want Dennis Rodman? They might want Rodman for their very own. They might want, you know, maybe this is a ploy to get Rodman over there because they know he's the only one they can get through to them. Send us the worm! We don't know exactly. We hope that it only is saber rattling and there's not something more sinister behind it like a planned attack. Most likely, they have no plans to attack because they really probably don't have the actual resources to carry out any kind of aggressive military action mm-hmm. and they'd have the entire world descending upon them if they did. I mean, you're right. But, they don't even have roads, paved roads Right, in North but that's Korea. little comfort to South Korea who is sitting there literally dozens of miles away. You know, Seoul is right on the border right. uh, of the two nations, right up against that DMZ, and they can lob rockets in there before anyone could react. You'd, you could see millions of people dead. So that's why this is such a big concern, even though you know they probably couldn't make a larger aggressive action, but they could hurt a lot of people in the short term before they did. All right, there you go. The Monday Reality Check. The Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. America's Got Talent judge Julianne Huff is on the latest issue of Women's Health magazine, and boy, does she let it all hang out. We mean all of it. She posts for some nudes, some beautiful nudes, actually, and she talks about her relationship with her husband, Brooks Leach, who is a pro hockey player. What? And she includes... That she told him early on in their marriage that she was, quote, not exactly straight, Mm -hmm. but that she loved him and she chose him and wanted to be with him for the rest of her life. And he was probably like, I'm good with that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm thinking he was like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's cool. I, I saw the photos, by the way, and, and she's also done a bunch of covers for like Women's Health magazine. Uh, is, yeah, is this what women, this? This is Women's Health that she's nude in, yeah. So this was the spread. Sorry, yeah, what this magazine? Was their thing. And, and you're right. Health, I mean, writer. How, how do you spell that? No. <laughs> she, she must work out. She's a beautiful. Well, she's a dancer. 
Of course Absolu- she works out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is her husband a celebrity? Uh, he's a hockey player. Huh. Oh. Yeah. A hockey player. Yeah, a hockey player. Why is everyone married to a hockey player now? Yeah. It's like the purse dog of the... Who's married to a hockey player? <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Purse dog. That's true. I Carrie like Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Yeah. It's like everyone, that's, the, that's the hot new thing in Hollywood is to mm. find yourself a hockey player <laughs> yeah. to marry. Purse dog. Because if anybody runs up on him, the hockey player can beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where can people check out these photos, by the way? If what it, are <laughs> Women's Health Magazine, which, by the way, is probably about to have its largest one <laughs> circulation ever. in history. <laughs> I want to touch the high. <laughs> Katy Perry and her label have been ordered to shell out $2.78 million in damages after a court ruled that her song Dark Horse is a ripoff of a Christian rap song called Joyful Noise. And keep in mind, Katy Perry uh, used to be you know, a Christian artist and her parents are actually in the... Uh, uh in the ministry. In the, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Now, Fitz, do you have a, have a mashup of the original song and Dark Horse? I do. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> this is the Christian song, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the same exact song. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, song, they, the song's producer, Dr. Luke, I think he's a shady dude anyway. Dr. Luke. It just he's sounds like shady. they both hit the same button on the Casio. Yeah, yeah that's true. They did. Well, it's their Katie, art, Drew. It's their art. Yeah. Of the 2.78, Katie herself is personally responsible for half a million and the rest wow. of it to Dr. Luke, Capitol Records, and some other folks. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. He's taller than a Jolly Green Giant. By golly, it's the tallest radio personality in North America. It's the Fit Show. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Fits happens, especially on a Monday. There's Drew. Uh, Claire, who used to be in sales, is sitting right in front of us now in that seat. She's doing amazing. Claire, welcome. Thank you very much. Happy Monday. Ryder the Youngin. What's up, man? Thank you for your beautiful social media input earlier. It was really... It was really fantastic. Ryder the Young was telling us about you know what form of social media we should be using. And overall, your overall conclusion? I, I really like Instagram. I think that's kind of like the biggest one that takes off and really you can find a following on. Yeah. We're just coming back from uh, a, re- a really good weekend. I like us all to think about one moment. Something something that happened to you yesterday that was just like, you know, that just, that just made your Sunday. What was it? That happened to you yesterday that made you say, man, that is what I love about Sunday. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing along as the choir Because there's nothing better than a Sunday, man. And I'll kick it off. And then we shake the preacher's hand. You know, uh, I've, I've told you guys past couple of months or so about my little Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus, and she has liver cancer. And we're waiting on some blood levels to sort of balance out before we have her liver cancer surgery and true story yes we are going to a doggy oncologist and she is going to have uh, her little liver cancer surgery but anyway yesterday there was a moment where i was taking Susie outside potty and she was just running you know so full of life and mm-hmm. it, it just makes me you know uh, uh i don't know solidify in my mind that we are absolutely making the right decision my little puppy dog has life to live she's got life in her and it was just so great even with her having liver cancer, yeah. she's just straight up living life. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing along as the choir sways. Hey, Drew, what, do you, what did you love about Sunday? I had a chance to take a little flight 
this weekend. Just nothing exciting. It's a very, very small, short flight. Take a flight where, Drew? Uh, just a just a short little pop flight, you know. See mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> but I had that moment of perspective when the plane's up there and you're looking down and everything. And you realize not only how lucky we are to right. have these opportunities to hop in a plane very cheaply, by the way, and and fly somewhere to see someone. Speak for yourself. Uh, well, yeah, I don't have five kids to lug along, but uh, <laughs> you can hop in a plane very cheaply in this country and go see. And then you look down on the land, you just think, wow, we really are lucky to be where we are. And it all looks together. From Do you love that about Sunday? I love that about Sunday. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing along as the choir sways. Claire, what about you? Did you have I, a good moment yesterday? I have a Sunday ritual. I have this moment every Sunday. And some days, if I have somewhere to be, I will wake up extra early to make sure this happens. But yeah. I do the uh, Sunday crossword puzzle every Sunday. I wake up, I make coffee, I get back in bed, I get the crossword puzzle, and my cat Tybee comes and she sits and she falls asleep on my lap wow. while I'm doing the crossword puzzle. Without fail, she knows it. Like, this cat <laughs> waits for me to wake up and do the puzzle so she can go back to sleep any, on me. Any Aww. particular crossword puzzle is like the USA Today? No, is no, it like it's the New York Times? New York Times crossword puzzle. Oh, I, you do, do the do Sunday it? New York oh, yeah. Times? I do it, but I do it on my phone. And before you ask, do I do it in pen? I would if I had a newspaper, but I don't like newspapers anymore. <laughs> so yeah. It's get, the Sunday morning iPad. I have the app <laughs> On my phone, and I do the puzzle every day, but Sunday is my special morning to sleep in with the coffee and the cat. Do you love it? I love it. I wouldn't change anything. That's what I love about Sunday. Ryder the Youngin, did you have a moment yesterday? Oh, my God. You guys have no idea. You guys had some amazing moments, but I got to tell you. Yeah. I finally got the new high score in the Showdown series on Red Dead Redemption. I came out on number one. I showed all them what for, all those Fortnite kids that jumped on. I'm 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 top king now. It's crazy. All of us are getting like really emotional and stuff. He's like, talk, what talking about your gaming yeah, score, dude? I love it. Yeah. You just what I love about Sunday. You just crushed a bunch of fourteen-year-olds. Good for you. Yeah. I destroyed their hopes and dreams of being professional gamers. <laughs> but do you love that about Sunday? I love that about Sunday. What I love about Sunday. So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. We're now. We're gonna kick this thing again. Now, back to the Fitch Show. Playlist profiling is on. Again, based off of these three songs, we're gonna try to guess their gender, their age. What they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids? I do want to emphasize it's very, very important to take notes. And at the very end, Drew is going to uh, calculate and tabulate and all that stuff. We're going to find out who came closest to profiling our mystery caller. Song number one, Luke Combs, Hurricane. Song number two, Metallica, Whiskey in the Jar. (laughs) Ugh. 
Oh, come on. What the <laughs> heck is that crap? Not one of my favorites. That's a cover oh. song, actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, and finally, song number three in sync. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Whoa, this is throwing me off now. All right, based off of those three songs, we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. Anybody have any problems? Mm-hmm. Interesting thoughts? Profiles completed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, it's Fitz. I think, at first I thought that uh, this individual was trying to trick us, but I think this is a male. 40 years old, drives a Dodge Ram. This individual works at Boeing. I'm just going to throw it out right now. I know where they work. They work at Boeing. Single with three children. And I think they're single because they, they have w- way too much Metallica cranked up in their house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew, what about you? Give me your profile. You are so jaded against Metallica. Oh, I just can't uh, stand that. Well, I do think it's someone tricking us. You can be hide, hide behind that Metallica all you want, but I think it's a female. I also said 40 years old, right on the number. I think she drives a Subaru Forester. She works construction. She's married with two kids. All right. Uh, Claire, what about you? I also think this is a woman. Uh, younger, though. I think she's 31. She drives a Suzuki Samurai. She's a cosmetologist, and she's single with no kids. Ryder the Young, and we have a mystery caller on hold. All we know is three songs from their playlist. What do you think? Off of their playlist, I think that it's a male. Okay. I think he's 31. I think Ooh. he's cruising around in a Ford F-150. I think he works at a car dealership somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, single, but has one kid the moment we've all been waiting for Ooh. mystery caller are you a male or a female male yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right all right i'm feeling i'm feeling good about this one uh okay right. sir how old are you 31 Whoa! Yeah! Right <laughs> dang did you guys get right on the money yes what did you guess claire 31 what well, about you, Ryder? 31. 31? Dang. That's my crew right there, and that's my crew. What's okay. up? What's up? Well, Claire thought you were a girl. So. Yeah, so I'm a little <laughs> off. Uh, well, All know, right. Whatever. What What do you drive? Uh, Toyota Tundra. Oh, okay. What is your profession? I'm an air traffic controller. <gasps> oh. I said Boeing. Uh, are you single or married? Uh, married. Okay. Do you have any children? Uh, no. All right. Drew is going to do our calculations and tabulations, find out who came closest to profiling you. Give me just one moment. All right. I see you scratching and scribbling over there, Drew. What's it looking like? These games are getting tight. We've got another (laughs) tie to break, but let's start with the low end. I myself got only one. I got that he was married. That's it. Fitz got only one, the fact that he was male. So we both lose. However, Claire and Ryder both guessed the age dead on, which is a three-point bonus. You both got 31. <laughs> Ryder got that he's male, but Claire got the zero kids. So the same score. What do I do for a tiebreaker? It comes down to the car. Now, uh, Claire said Suzuki Samurai. That's a tiny SUV. Ryder said an F-150, which is closest to a Tundra. Those are both pickup trucks. So yes. Ryder, on a technicality, yeah. you got the win. All right, sir, what is your name? It's John, and you guys know me as Radar John. Oh, it's Radar John! Yes, we love Radar John. Radar John, does it feel weird to be profiled? Well, you know, you got the age right, and almost the truck right, and the mail, you know, it's 
Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I, think I'm calling, I, think I'm call, I think I'm calling the show too much. You guys are profiling me. I'm calling too much. Just be real. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fit welcome, Show. Welcome. Throw out some good into the world. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. There's a woman who, uh, who gave birth in the backseat of a taxi cab, and the driver's reaction was priceless. <laughs> Ew! What? That's his reaction. <laughs> no. Rags and boiling water. I need some rags and boiling water. Boiling water. I don't know what that is. Uh, Nothing. Every time somebody's about to have a baby, I guess, you know, I mean, if I was around somebody who was like having a baby on the street, I would just scream, boiling water, rags, now. Yeah. And, and what do you so, do with that? What if someone brought them to you, though? Right. Pot of boiling oh, water and some well, rags. You're like, yeah, you oh, do nothing. I've that, never known what the next step was. I've been told the boiling water is simply a thing to go keep the man busy, that it doesn't actually have anything to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, why do you to want to put boiling water right. around a newborn baby? You don't. <laughs> go in the so really, and make, boil yeah, water make boil. the man leave yes. to boil the water. Yes, exactly. Well, uh, check it out. This, this reaction was priceless. Oh, my gosh, she's coming out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my you got to breathe, Mommy. She has this in my hand. Oh, she's literally coming out. Yeah, but you have to breathe. <laughs> That's it, boy. So, yes, at the very end, in case you didn't know, he actually asked for extra tip money to wash the car. I think that was the dad telling uh, him, I'm going to hook you up with an Alexa. But I no, think so, that's, someone, him asking, wow. that's him asking for it. He, love- got, he got denied. I someone said, we Gucci. God, God bless the baby, and I need some extra money. My favorite part was, man, you got to push. You got to come. You got to breathe, mommy. Here. Oh, my gosh. She's coming out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, right, you got to breathe, mommy. <laughs> And that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It happens. Live. You know those those conversations that you have uh, where you literally, if you're hanging out with friends, you have to kick off the conversation with, hey, believe it or not, you know those unbelievable but true stories. We want to hear yours now. Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to bullshit you. Uh. Maybe you should be dead. <laughs> Nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe. Raff, 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 raff. He's a giraffe. Appreciate that. Those stories that are, you know, unbelievable, but but they're true. Um, I'll kick it off. Believe it or not, I got an invite to uh, fly in a helicopter with Jason Aldean this weekend. Believe it or not, crazy. Are you doing it? I don't know. You asked you you asked me that like nine times today. <laughs> I know. Well, because I want to know. And every time you do it, it makes me nervous. So okay. I don't know. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. So what do you think? Should I? you should yeah okay so I that's mine not. all right yeah. uh, <laughs> player go not, ahead uh, i sing on stage with brad paisley yeah, yeah. 
When was that? It was one of those, uh, uh, you know, he, he has a bar, there's a bar on stage, right? Yeah, one yeah. side is for veterans. Okay. And then the other side is just like, they pick random people and I got randomly picked and I happen to be sitting on the end of, so I'm on stage with Brad, in the Brad Paisley show, which is already a bucket list, like times 50, right? Yes. With a bunch of random strangers. But I was sitting on the end and apparently the person that sits on the end, Brad comes up during crushing it and he sits down next to you and he hands you the microphone and you start singing crushing it. <laughs> they got to do the words. Yes. Which are, which go like this, crushing it. Wait, 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 wait. Crushing it. <laughs> How'd you remember all that? The amazing thing is that I had the wherewithal to take a selfie, so I have proof. Oh, so you boy. got to sing with Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was, in fact, good for me. Anybody else have a believe it or not story? Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, when I was about, I want to say I was about eight years old, we were driving, and uh, I looked over to my left, and there's, a, there's an airport over there. And I see this plane coming towards us, and I'm like, Mom, that plane is really low. And she goes, no, it's supposed to be. And I was like, no, that plane is really low, Mom. Right. You guys remember, one of the planes actually got caught up in the power lines. Yeah. And you saw that happen? It happened right behind us, because I was like, drive! I'm like eight years old, screaming at my mom to go. She's like, it's fine. She goes, oh my God, the plane! (laughs) It happens live. The legendary Fitz happens live. All right, Bryce, believe it or not. Yeah, so I was at Comic-Con, and I literally ran into Danny Trejo. Like, <laughs> not, I'm not talking about, uh, no, I'm not talking about, like, walking up to him or paying for it. Like, I was looking around for my friend, and some guy just hits me in the shoulder, like, walking by, and he goes, sorry, bro. And I was like, oh, it's all right, man. And I look, and it's Freaking Danny Trejo. All right, now for everybody who doesn't know who Danny Trejo is, He's, he's like one of the most familiar faces. He's it, a scary dude. Yeah, also, scary. so it was really him. It wasn't like a cosplayer. It was actually the Danny no, Trail. It was, it was, it was Machete himself. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Con Air. What are some other uh, shows he's in? Machete, Machete, uh, Machete. Uh, Desperado, Desperado, Bubble yeah. Boy. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. He's in uh, the vampire movie, the from yeah, Dust from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Yes. Oh. yeah, and he's a taco merchant now. Yeah, yeah right. he's a taco stand. Lauren, believe it or not. Okay, so I was dating, I guess we could call that loosely dating, a chef who was semi-famous. Um, he, like, was on Iron Chef. and he Chef Mojimoto? I won't name any names. <laughs> We're going to be classy. Um, unlike him, because what he did was invite me to his restaurant that he owns and is the head chef of. I got to bring two girlfriends. We dolled up. Great. Um, obviously, amazing food and drinks. And then I got footed with a $200 bill. <laughs> he sent me the check. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, what? Believe it or not. <laughs> How's that relationship going? Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Wow. You get the blowfish. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. What's up, Shelby? Believe it or not. Okay, so this one is from years ago, but it's really good, and it's totally true. Um, I was in L.A. for a bachelor party. We were having so much fun staying at Airbnb, and I went to make a coffee run in the morning, so I'm waiting at a stop sign. And up pulls Dax Shepard with his windows down, blasting Toto's Africa, and he's <laughs> singing right to me. I'm not even kidding you. And nobody <laughs> me, but it happened. <laughs> I miss the rain down, down in Africa. Africa. 
That is so yeah, cool. Yeah, I found out later it was the day of the Chips premiere, and so that's why he was in such a good mood, and I just happened to catch him. It was crazy, but I was by myself, so nobody believes me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? We believe you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. And now, this is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right now, they just walked in the studio. We have some Army folks here. Welcome to the show. Let's get everybody's names. Uh, the Golden Knights, you guys, are in the studio. So uh, who do we have right now, sir? What's your name? My name is Staff Sergeant Ryan Reese. And where are you from, Ryan Reese, originally? Tacoma, Washington. Oh, oh nice. Right Tacoma. And what about you, sir? Uh, Sergeant First Class Jesse Robbins. And Jesse Robbins, where are you from originally? Originally from Houston, Texas. Dude, I'm from Texas. What's up, H-Town? <laughs> What's up, Houston? And what about you, sir? Where are you from? Lieutenant Colonel Mark Davis. Well, welcome. My gosh. From We're- Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah, Original. Yeah. Claire is from Ohio. Peter Point. Yeah. Right. yeah. I want to begin by saying that I admire you so much because each of you signed on that dotted line in the very beginning, not knowing where you were going to go, what you were going to do. You accepted the consequences. And for that, I am so just honored to be near you guys. That's a, that's a big thing. Why did you decide to join the Army? Originally, I needed something to do after high school. Yeah. Something, it was a realization of life kind of hitting you in the face that, hey, there's something you need to do with your life. It's time for you to be a grown-up. Um, my father served. My grandfather served. Multiple people in my family served. And it was something that made sense to me. I wanted to be part of something bigger than myself. Wow. What about you, sir? So Jesse Robbins from Houston, Texas. Uh, in high school, uh, I got tricked into getting into the JROTC program. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an Army JROTC, and uh, my mother was in it as well in high school. As I graduated, I wanted to be a firefighter. And in the state of uh, Texas or in Houston, Texas, to go to the fire department, you have to have 60 credit hours of college or two years of the Army. And I figured that two years of the Army would be a lot faster than 60 credit hours of college. So... <laughs> I joined the Army and loved it. So I did three years initial entry for the Army for my enlistment. And after that, I didn't want Never to looked back. Oh, right. I never looked back. Never looked back. Uh, sir, what about you? Your name one more time and yes. why you joined up. Lieutenant Colonel Davis. I decided to join primarily because I have family that were all in the military. I was going to go to the Naval Academy, but then decided that I was going to go to the University of uh, Toledo through their ROTC program. Go Rockets! So, oh, go Rockets. Claire's from Ohio! <laughs> <laughs> So for me, uh, it was an opportunity to expand myself, develop you know leadership capabilities, and, and I kept seeing the cadets run around on campus, and I thought, I can do that. And uh, that's primarily what we're trying to do this weekend at Seafair, is just connect people with the Army and say, you can do this. Well, listen, thank you so much. We are, we are so very excited. How many jumps would you say you have underneath uh, your belt? I have just a shade over 1,100. Wow. <laughs> 1,100. 100? Yes. How many years have you been doing it? This is my third year on the team. I've been skydiving since 2009. Wow. Is it exciting every single time? I mean, or have you lost all fear, or is it just straight up, let's go have some fun and do this thing? It re- always resorts back to your military training. We are trained to do a job, and you want to make sure that you do the job the best of your ability for the rest of the guys on your team because you know they're doing the exact same thing for you. Wow. That's what else I love about the military is you guys are so close, and, and that word, it's trust. You know what I mean? What would you say to someone who is tinkering on the idea of, okay, uh, should I go talk to a recruiter? What is in it for someone in 2019? Why should they join today? What it leads to is a career after the Army with your opportunities that you've gained. There's certifications for almost every position in the Army. 
you're going to take something to the civilian world that you're going to be proud of. Yeah. That's what I think it's all about. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I thank you so much for being here. You guys mind if I call my dad, Green Bray Bob, just to let him know that you're here? Absolutely. I want to find out how many jumps he's got underneath his freaking belt. Hey, uh... <laughs> Prepare yourself, folks. Hello? Hey, Dad. Yeah. What's up? Uh, nothing. 100-degree weather. Well, let me tell you something. I'm joined in the studio right now. By some amazing army folks from the Golden Knights. Are you kidding? What? I want to make one more parachute jump before I die. Can they arrange it? If anybody could, they could. (laughs) (laughs) Static line is fine. Static line is fine. Static line is fine. Hey, Dad, uh, how many jumps do you have underneath your belt? A little over 100. I was a jump master, actually. Well, these guys got about 1,100, Dad. Uh, yeah, but have they jumped from 400 or 500 feet before? <laughs> we, we know we know you're paying, sir. Both of us are also static line jump master qualified. We got you. All right, Dad. Oh, what an honor to talk to you guys. Man, I follow you whenever you come on TV. It's an honor as well, sir. We're, uh, we're standing on your shoulders. Yeah, did you get your training down at uh, Fort Benning, too? Every airborne soldier goes through Fort Benning for training and does the uh, 200-foot tower. I know you know what that is. Oh, yeah, the tower. Look around and enjoy Fort Benning, boys. Drop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dad. I I knew you'd be excited to talk to him. We get to actually fly with him this weekend and watch the Golden Knights do what they do. So I just just wanted to connect you guys. Thank you for for answering. You're going to have a great time. Let me tell you, those guys are super. Yes, they are. And we're grateful for him, too. All right, Dad. Thank right. you. Get back to Natty Light. You bet. <laughs> Green Bray Bob, ladies and gentlemen. Fits happens. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Everybody, what's up? Back from a long weekend. Well, was it long enough? Uh, my name is Fitz. Nice to meet you with my buddy Drew. There's Claire, writer the youngin, and we're getting ready to go straight out of country in just a couple of minutes. Marin Morris just came out and unveiled sort of her journey and her trek to Nashville and some of the trials and tribulations that she had to go through. I'm going to share some of those with you. Ooh. Next, when we go straight out of country, Drew, did you just go, ooh? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I love Marin Morris. <laughs> Drew is standing by. With the Monday reality check. There were extraordinary images that came in the plane making an emergency landing in Washington State. That is a... Oh, so tell me about this. Yeah, so this uh, small plane uh, made an emergency landing on the streets. This is a a ways outside of Seattle, but apparently the pilot uh, actually uses this very small aircraft to commute to his job at Boeing uh, near Seattle. He commutes, I don't know, 30 or 40 miles, but he avoids all the traffic by just going over it. Well... (laughs) Thursday morning, he didn't avoid the traffic. He ended up in the traffic, probably caused a lot of traffic as his small plane engine cut out, but he landed safely in the road. And here's oh, my question. He just glided it right down, didn't he? Yeah. Right down, landed. Apparently, a police officer just got out and they pushed it right into a parking right. lot. Traffic resumed as usual. It's probably still sitting there. I don't know. They probably, Maybe they picked it up. But <laughs> my question is this. I feel like we're seeing more and more of these small plane incidents. Now, uh, is it that we're seeing them more or the 24-hour news cycle and social media has exposed us all to them from around the country? Were small planes always going down yeah. in these numbers or are they getting less safe? Maybe it's a little bit of both. I mean, yeah. we are we are seeing it a, a whole lot more. 
I feel like the little private planes, you know, are we getting these stories of them coming down all the time. And by the way, yeah. it, it is not an easy thing to a land on, on a small highway, but b to even be allowed to do that. Like you have to co- do all these sort of emergency protocol procedures to to basically tell the tower wherever you are, hey, emergency situation, I'm putting this thing down. Sometimes they might not give you clearance to do it, yeah. where you just have to say, sorry, buddy, I'm trying to save my life here. Well, right? not only that, if you're coming, it, it may look like a runway. It's a big, wide strip of pavement. You've got cars on it, but you've also got things like uh, traffic signals that are strung right. across the road, power oh. lines strung across right. the road. You have no. to now, this guy managed to find either an open section or avoided them, but he got that plane down, landed beautifully, smoothly, without engine, by the way. He, yeah. he was dead stick. Mm. Yeah. Got it down. Smoothly, didn't hit anybody, pulled off, success. It's amazing. They zoomed in, looked in the cockpit. He he didn't spill his sonic slush at all. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, it was fine. Cheese tots. You know why? Because that's how he flies. Ice cool. All right, there you go. You got the Monday reality check. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is the Fit Show. Straight out of country. Hope you had a good weekend, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Check it, check it. We're about to flow. You know it's Monday, and we got to go. You got Fitz and his crew on the radio. Monday. Everybody here, we're going to start our week off right here. We got five more days in the work week, yo. Then it's Saturday, Sunday. Again, you know. I'm right here, going to spit some flow. This is just for you with Fitz in the morning show. Oh, I can't do that. That was very good, though. You were doing great. It works. It's all good. Don't you worry about it. All right. Uh, my buddy, Dirks Bentley, he happened to be on the uh, Today Show recently, and they they were featuring certain shelter animals, and he ended up leaving with what? Drew guesses. Uh, a pygmy uh, uh, sheep. I don't know. It, absolutely incorrect, Drew. <laughs> incorrect. Dirks Bentley did not get a pygmy sheep on the Today Show. Claire, what Sa- about you? Savannah Guthrie. He did not get. He did not walk away with Savannah Guthrie. He's a, he's a married man. All right. <laughs> Although, hey, wasn't Savannah Guthrie? She worked with Matt Lauer for a yeah, long time, I was, right? I was just about to say, what, what happens really... on the Today Show stays on the Today Show. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> oh, boo hiss. And weren't they really close? They were like buddies. They were. They were good buddies. But so after all that goes down, do you, do you don't do you think they communicate anymore? I don't think so. No, I think some bad stuff allegedly, reportedly came out about him, and she's probably got a little distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. After those stories, hopefully she wasn't too close to him. Mm. You know. Anyway, uh, Ryder the youngin, Dirk Bentley. How do we get off on that? Today's show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there you go. Dirk Bentley. <laughs> What did he walk away with from the Today Show, Ryder? See if anybody gets it. Mm, Dirk Bentley is so American, I'd say that he walked away with a bald eagle. He did not walk away with a bald <laughs> eagle, Ryder the Youngin. I don't think they adopt those out. Guys, he walked away with a puppy dog. Well, that, was, that was easy. Makes a lot more sense. Everybody here's Garrett. Or Goose. Goose, sorry. Thank you, Today Show. I was not planning on getting another dog. We already have two, but I mean, come on. Say no to that. All right. Last thing I was expecting. Get another dog. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know what he's gonna do? He's just gonna, 
he uh, he has a, his little private plane. He flies it all over the country to all of his shows. He's Uh-oh. just going to put that dog on the plane and go. Mm-hmm. I got a dog on a plane. I got a dog on the <laughs> Fly. Oh, yeah, we got to make that one we'll up. We'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Golden labs and a whole lot of puppies. <laughs> Barking like a G6. <laughs> 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 All right, folks, there you go. Uh, oh, wait, I got to talk about the Marin Morris thing. Yeah, I've been waiting. Because Marin Morris, uh, you know, we, we chatted with her recently. And we, we were talking about her early days of her career, you know, growing up in Texas. And she said that, well, it was a long process. I mean, they wouldn't even pay her when she was first starting out. To say that everyone's an overnight sensation when no one's heard of them before, but you don't see all those years of playing in honky-tonks and being stiffed by the club owner and not getting paid, but playing the show anyways and being essentially background music. I had a lot of doors slammed in my face, but one song can change everything, and that's what happened with my church. And that song is, baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle? Don't you think? Was that the one that changed her life, the Target commercial? No, I think she said it was my church, but she probably made the most money off the Target commercial. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We just took you straight out of country. You're listening to The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And when you love the service, I mean, you want to tell everyone else about the great experiences that you've had. And recruiting is a great way to share your experiences and to help others find theirs. The Sailor in Today's Salute does both those things. Today we salute HM2 Almond Groves of the United States Navy. And you're not going to believe this. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. Her name is Almond Joy Groves. True. This is true. This is straight up true. What's up, Almond Joy? HM2 means that Almond is a hospital corpsman second class. That means she's a doc or a medic to other sailors and Marines. Oh, we love our docs. That's right. There's, usually a, there's always <laughs> so a very, doc attached to a Marine unit. We love that doc. Yeah. Um, Almond's husband, Christopher, asked me to salute his wife because he's so proud of what she's accomplished in the Navy. He says August marks 17 years she's been in the Navy. Wow. In September, she's going for her promotion to E6 first class. Drew, you're uh, a United States Marine. What does E6 first class mean? Uh, that means she'll be an HM1. She'll be a first class, uh, just you know, another rank up. That's, mm. that's right below, what, Chief? Yeah. Wow. Almond served 14 years out in the fleet. She served aboard the Camden, the Reagan, the Lincoln, and the Rainier. She then went on to two more years in the Naval Reserves and has spent the last year as an active duty recruiter. And Christopher added uh, that she's the top recruiter for the Navy in the area. That's another thing to be proud of. That's a big job. It is a big job. It's a stressful job. job. It's a big job. A very, very important job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for her many years of service and for helping others both as as a corpsman and helping others find their careers in the Navy, we salute HM2 Almond Joy Grows of the United States Navy. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And uh, if you have just a moment, 
to to send us maybe a salute, like if, if you know someone who has served in the past, present, future, let us know. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. This is the Fitz Show. And now, and now my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you, folks. I'm here standing by. Welcome to... It's good to be your What Are You Kidding Me? Anchorman. I've got to get to it. I'm going to begin with a story out of Kentucky. Do you believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> a couple in Kentucky were camping out when another camper and his son showed up outside their tent and claimed someone or something had trashed their campsite. And then a couple of seconds later, the guy started firing a gun into the woods just randomly and claimed he saw Bigfoot. There's probably some drinking involved. Mm-hmm. You think? But the couple says there was absolutely nothing there. Their flashlights on our tent. They say that their campsite had been completely destroyed, that they were following the yelling whoops to figure out like who destroyed their campsite. Started hearing some of those whoops again. And they were also in the same direction that he went. He was just like, oh my God, there it is. I was like, I see it, I see it. And all I see is the gunshot flashes. Yeah. He says that he saw Bigfoot emerge from the brush <laughs> near our tent. There was absolutely nothing there, though. We shined our flashlights, and yeah, there was nothing. See, that, that's what you got to worry about. People like that at the campsites, you know, people that are just bat, you know what, crazy. Yeah. People that are probably out there camping, probably sucking down some high-speed chicken feed, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, claiming they saw Bigfoot and just shooting, really shooting into the woods. Do you think it was one of those situations where he got blackout drunk, destroyed his campsite, woke up and go, whoa, who did this? <laughs> yeah. Do you do that if you're blackout drunk? Or yeah, is that- you don't remember. <laughs> I'm so glad they had a loaded firearm with them. Yeah, that's isn't that awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, that's always good to know. <laughs> yeah. That they're being responsible about yeah, it. Yeah, so Responsible and safe. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Only you can prevent dumb ass in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of... The day, ladies and gentlemen. And now, this is the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. America's Got Talent judge Julianne Huff is on the latest issue of Women's Health magazine, and boy, does she let it all hang out. We mean all of it. She posts for some nudes, some beautiful nudes, actually, and she talks about her relationship with her husband, Brooks Leitch, who is a pro hockey player. What? And she includes that she told him early on in their marriage that she was, quote, not exactly straight, Mm -hmm. but... That she loved him and she chose him and wanted to be with him for the rest of her life. Aww. So, and he was probably like, I'm good with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking he was like, okay. yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. I, I saw the photos, by the way, and, and she's also done a bunch of covers for like Women's Health Magazine. Is, yeah, is this what women, this... This is Women's Health that she's nude in, yeah. So Beautiful. this was the spread. So yeah, what magazine? And, and you're right. Health, I mean... Writer. How do you spell that? No. <laughs> She she must work out. She's a beautiful. Well, she's a dancer. Of course Absolute, she works out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is her husband a celebrity? Uh, he's a hockey player. Huh. Oh. Yeah. A was, hockey player. Yeah, a hockey player. Why is everyone married to a hockey player now? Yeah. It's, it's like the purse dog of the. Who's married to a hockey player? <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Purse dog. That's true. I Carrie like Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Yeah. Like everyone, that's the that's the hot new thing in Hollywood is to mm. find yourself a hockey player to marry. <laughs> purse dog. Because if anybody runs up on him, the hockey player can beat him up. <laughs> hey, where can people check out these photos? By the way, if. What it, are you? 
Women's Health Magazine, which, by the way, is probably about to have its largest one <laughs> circulation one sale in history. <laughs> I want to touch the high knee. Hmm. <laughs> Katy Perry and her label have been ordered to shell out $2.78 million in damages after a court ruled that her song, Dark Horse, is a ripoff of a Christian rap song called Joyful Noise. And keep in mind, Katy Perry uh, used to be you know, a Christian artist, and her parents are actually in the... Uh, uh, in the ministry. In the, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Now, Fitz, do you have a, have a mashup of the original song and Dark Horse? I do. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> this is the Christian song, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it is. That's the same exact song. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, song, they... the song's producer, Dr. Luke, I think he's a shady dude anyway. Dr. Luke. It just he's sounds like shady. they both hit the same button on the Casio. Yeah, yeah that's true. Beep, beep, they did. Beep, 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 beep. Well, it's their Katie, art, Drew. It's their art. Yeah. Of the 2.78, Katie herself is personally responsible for half a million and the rest wow. of it to Dr. Luke, Capitol Records, and some other folks. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Now back to the Fitz Show. So let's kick it. Fitz happens. Live. We are back. What's up? My name is Fitz. Nice to meet you. Uh, Find me on Instagram right now. Follow Fitz. Two words. Follow Fitz. Right over there is Drew. Drew, where where are you on Instagram? I'm at Critical Drew. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire, who used to be in sales, she's been hanging out with us the past couple of months, popping in. We're having so much fun with her. Claire, where would you prefer people fo- uh, follow you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Claire Beverly Radio. Claire Beverly Radio. And Ryder the Youngin. What's up, dude? What about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ryder the Youngin, but what Youngin is spelled Y-O-U-G-N. Y-O-U-G-N. Yeah, no I. All right. What about N? Huh? What about an N? You said Y O U G N. Is it Youngin? That's Youngin. Y- Yaugen. No, Youngin. it's Youngin. <laughs> oh, and you need N. an N in front oh, of yeah. it. You gotta Y-O-U-N-G-N. have an N. U N G N. There, there we go. you go. All right. Dang well, it, Drew. I'm not a spelling whiz. <laughs> yeah. It's not back to school yet, Drew. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're gonna give you some Monday motivation. Yeah. Gonna motivate. Abbreviate. Yeah. You know it's Monday motivation. We're going to give it to you right now. You know it's Monday motivation. Believe it, achieve it, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. We like to do Monday motivation because, you know what, sometimes we all need a little, we all need a little push to keep us going. Mm-hmm. We all need a little to something, something a little motivation. Uh, so with that, we're going to try to motivate you. I'm going to kick it off with this. You know what? Actions always prove why words mean nothing. Words do not mean jack. What are someone's actions telling you? They'll tell you everything. Their actions will tell you absolutely everything. What are your actions showing me? Mm. Yeah, Love that. Drew, deep. what about you? Give us some Monday motivation. It is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Drew, that could be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that comes from Sun Tzu. <laughs> Sun Tzu? Yeah. Yeah. The art of war. It's better to be a warrior in didn't a garden he, than a gardener in a war. Didn't he used to play for the Dallas Cowboys? He was a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. He can do just about anything. All right. 
Claire, motivate us today. My wisdom, as usual. Is it going to be from Sun Tzu? No. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Oh, even better. <laughs> who says, storms just make the trees take deeper roots. Oh, that, yeah. That really resonates with me. I've been through some storms, and yes. all of them have made me stronger. As I get to know you, I hope to get to know about your storms mm-hmm. in your life. Uh, I hope you get to know about my storms. I mean, I got a thunderhead every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you should look at the doctor for that. <laughs> um, all right, Ryder the Youngin, are you going to motivate us or what? Oh, you know it. My motivation <laughs> is uh, keep moving. Even if your path isn't lit, trust that you'll find your way. Wow. Keep moving. Or you'll run into Even if your path isn't lit. You're going to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because if you don't move, you don't move. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Monday Motivation. If you'd like to motivate us, or maybe you have a quote that you live by, we'd love to hear from you wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. It happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For Monday, August 5th, 2019, as always, wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app or your smart speaker or podcast, right? So many ways for people to hear us now. (laughs) But we, we love it when you listen to us on the radio. We really love that. We really love that. Here's what I learned today. I learned that uh, uh, our buddy Ryder the Youngin over here, he's been trying to convince me for the longest time to become a, a gamer with him. He wants me to play like video games with him for long periods of time. And Ryder the Youngin, what, over the weekend, you you dominated in the game called uh, Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, I finally taught my first showdown series. It's kind of like Fortnite, okay. but it's better. And do you walk in, what, you have all sorts of weapons and stuff? You, yeah, you have your guns that you attach that you buy in the game, and then you get to use them inside the showdown. <laughs> I can go deeper if you guys want. <laughs> All right. Hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned uh, during Ryder's social media lesson to us that right. uh, Fitz and Claire both prefer the battle royale that is the Twitter world I love to Twitter. other social medias. Oh, it's just people arguing over their opinions. <laughs> I hate it. I'm glad yeah, you guys it, it, enjoy yourselves. And, like, nobody's really accurate. It's just yep. if you say it, that, that, right? That, it's that, there. That, it's, it's there. I've typed it out, so there it is. It's yeah. a fact now. Uh-huh. And that means it's, it's accurate. Yeah. Hey, Claire, what about you? What did we learn from today's show? I learned that somewhere in New York City, there's a cab driver who's a great birth coach. Wow. <laughs> but he does want that cleaning money. <laughs> no, he does want the cleaning money, but he'll be there to remind you to push and breathe. Yeah. Guys, seriously, we were doing the What Are You Kidding Me stories. True story. This cab driver was like watching a woman give birth in the back of his cab. And then afterwards, he asked for an extra tip because he wanted somebody to clean up the mess. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so positive. You got to push, mommy. You got to push. Yeah. Birthing coach alone, they should have paid him. That's right. I agree. All right, Ryder the Youngin', uh, what'd you pick up? During a straight out of country, I actually learned that Maren Morris didn't get paid for actually doing shows and being who she is, which is just an amazing artist. Well, well I need to call something out on that. You know, Maren Morris was saying, you know, I started out in Honky Tonks and they wouldn't even pay me. But, you know, I also know a lot of guys who did the same thing. When it comes to performing early on in your career and going to Honky Tonks, you show up and you perform sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes you do it without getting paid. That's just kind of part of, of getting noticed. Now with social media, it's a lot easier for these artists to get recognized or, or like Idol and The Voice or Nashville Star. You know, but back in the days, that's what it was. Going to honky-tonk to honky-tonk. You're right. And I'm wondering if it's even that 
important anymore. Hmm. Your stage is now your social media. Am I wrong about that? No, you're right, because Kane Brown actually got famous off of YouTube. You're right. Kane Man, Brown you're got, right. Yes. Kane Brown got famous off of YouTube. Yeah, he was right. working overnights at Target. Uh-huh. Somebody saw, boom. Hey, let's face it. Lil Nas X is famous because of YouTube. Lil Nas X. Hey, you guys are right. With you know? the most popular song in history now. What? Yeah. Oh, close to 18 weeks in a row. 18, yeah, about 18 weeks in a row. Hey! All on the tube. Yep. All right, folks. Good Monday show. And uh, we're going to see you tomorrow, guys. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.